What is even up? It's your boy Crabman. Here with my boy Hackenstein. I guess. That's welcome sweet. to the hypnotic hood. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome. Um wait, let me check the microphone just. Or was it just my laugh? Because that always explodes the meter. Yeah. I just wanna make sure it's not but it should be fine. No, wait, is there a weird gain then in there? Yeah. Okay, let me take that out just to be on the safe side. This should still be, or is it worse? Is somebody there to listen and tell us if it sucks? I changed, to be honest. <laughs> well. But that reminds me, I should probably like uh, go into chat. Um, well, if you want respond to. to all the questions. Uh, I guess you can do that also by just so, uh, telling people <clears throat> since you are in view or whatever. Anyway, hello and welcome to the Hypnotic Cootout. And yeah, thanks for joining us. I guess, well, I guess we're going to talk about how we're going to do things differently this week. And then maybe about some guilty pleasures. (laughs) And then let's see what else we can come up with. How are you doing? Uh, You know. (laughs) I do know. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Anxious, anxious a bit. Mm. As you know, this is uh, supposedly the last day that my ex-girlfriend is in the my room to get all her stuff out. I even got a message just a couple of minutes ago saying that she's got pretty much everything out and she's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Wait, that's what you hoped for? Or did she tell you? No, she, she told me. She oh. Told me, so. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So wait, everything's done. It's dealt with. Well, we'll see. Okay. Because that's that's the the, the source of all my anxiety, you know, <laughs> like getting there and then either seeing that she's gone and like smashed, completely destroyed my room or whatever, <laughs> or she's just gone or she's still there, didn't take anything out, which I think is really unrealistic. But my brain still kind of has this fear. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess we'll we'll know next time. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> oh man. But besides that, been uh, pretty good. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Mm. I mean, we were again like a week together. So this time, I I, I think we we spoke like less and less this week. So maybe we have something. To still talk about today. Do you think so? I think you just can't remember that we were talking the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Um, yeah, it's well, been a while since I haven't seen you. Well, <laughs> finished Twin Peaks. Oh yes, we watched Twin Peaks. At least uh, seasons well, one and two. And the movie. Yeah. Was the new one, The Return, is still... Quite something. On the menu, and that's that's gonna be something. Oh, we should start that today. Should we just watch that, just stream that instead of whatever boring stuff we're gonna talk about? I think we <laughs> would get into trouble. Uh, also, I think I have a couple of very exciting things to talk about. Well, let's see. Really? <clears throat> oh, now? No, not just okay, right away. Good, good, good. Okay. But I was wondering, speaking of copyright infringement, I have seen streams where they just have the radio playing in the background and stuff like mm-hmm. what's what 
Does do you know actually anything about what they allow and where the line is and where well, you can stream it? I think. I mean, it's oh, not it legal. Deleted off the. But DOD. if you delete it right away, nobody will come after you. Usually, except if you're like really high level and I don't know. Okay, so it would be possible. We just can't like like if we upload it to YouTube, then yeah. we get a copyright strike. Definitely that's bad and. Definitely. Although, who cares? We're not monetized. <laughs> if we want to hear music, you've got to make more music. I got plenty. I was just curious. Because hmm. I was like, hey, wait a minute, that's not allowed. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, well. How has your week been? <laughs> so rude. Hmm. I know. I was going to like transition into it myself. Like a chump. <laughs> um, At least I prevented that. Well, my week. How was my week? Was my week good? I feel like I was most of the time like riddled with stress and anxiety. So, <clears throat> but otherwise it was fine. I mean, what else is new? Um, I'm of course a bit tired because these last two days I, and you're now gonna then get you now like a really you know behind-the-scenes look into the glamorous indie life. Yes. Um, because, yeah, these last two days I have been picking up the breakfast shift at a hostel, basically refilling the orange juice for some hungry Germans to, like, you know, supplement the lack of income. So basically you had kind of a real job? I don't know if I would go that far. I just... I just... I literally, I, I refill orange juice like 50% of the time. That's like the main thing that's going. People love their orange juice. Like I don't have to refill the bread rolls or whatever very mm. much. All of those kids, there was a group of students today and they eat salami like crazy. Mm. That was just, they just ripped right through it. Mm. Interesting. I had to cut up some new salami. Like, what? That's never happened to me before. Ah, oh. oh, well. So, yeah, that, but it's, it's one of those things that I really don't want to do because it uh, includes getting up at 6.30, which is <clears throat> blasphemous. I don't think I've, this, yeah. I haven't gotten up at 6.30 since school. That's been a long time ago, which is also something I'm stressing about. Um, but yeah, School? So, how long it's been. <laughs> oh, right. Ah. <laughs> oh. I'm very preoccupied with dying these days. So the time is just marching on. It's stressing me. I don't like it. Mm -mm. Yeah. It's not for me. It's a real concept of time. So maybe I want to opt out of aging, me. please. <laughs> but yeah, so... It's, but it's fine. Like, it's both, I'm not being paid enough for getting up so early, and why are they paying me to do basically nothing for three hours? Yeah. I don't know. It's, but it's good for me, I guess. I, I feel like most real jobs mm. have this part where you do nothing, and it's pretty big for like the eight hours you usually yeah, work. Obviously. I mean, you you do four, and still like half the time it's just orange juice and sitting around. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was thinking about that. I feel like it's more like a student job, what I'm doing right now. Yeah, it's one of those menial tasks. You're and taking away labor from the <laughs> me students. 
But again, they don't have to pay too much money here in Germany. So maybe that's okay. A nice thing though, doing something while I actually have a job, is that they don't have to pay... What is that called? Tax. Yeah, all well, that, that Insurance nonsense. money stuff. All that stuff. Yeah. They don't have to pay that again. So I get like the full, almost 10 euros that is the minimum wage per hour. Uh, because usually is you only... 10 the minimum wage in Germany? Yeah, 9.30 or something. Oh, okay. And, but you usually, that's... That's like the net hmm. wage you get out of that is around seven seven fifty. Yeah, which with all the money coming in, you you have to think about paying the taxes. You know, I think I'm actually still below that. <laughs> Pretty sure you are. <laughs> I mean, I've gotten some decent money this year, decent no, enough. It's not, and that's still not I the right use of the word decent, but <laughs> it worked out. I mean, that, that's the crazy thing about money, right? That you we can, we live pretty good, cheaply, okay. but cheaply, yeah, <laughs> cheap but good. We do okay, yes. We do pretty okay. I mean, we really have like most of the things we want. A couple we don't need even. Still get to eat like kebabs. pretty good, <laughs> yeah, kebabs. If we're hungry, drink beer every week for two weeks <laughs> without like being worried about money. And then um, that's still under the poverty limit, I think, right? Yeah. So we live under the poverty limit in Germany, and it's still pretty nice. Yeah, if you don't need anything and don't want anything, you can really survive well. Yeah. <laughs> well, the problem then, of course, comes in, you know, now the travel is opening up again. You know, I don't, I will, I mean, I'm earning right now the money to fly out my wife. Mm. things like that is that of course is a little more expensive than two three crates of beer sadly oh. it shouldn't be really mm. anyway so yeah it i think it was still a good week but like every day i was like oh my god now i only have two nights left but i don't have to get up in the morning and oh right. <laughs> <laughs> because it was just ugh. at least you didn't stress about me Occupying the space all the time. It's a relief for me. Mm -hmm. So I'll take it. But yeah, no, it was uh, it was good fun. I did enjoy seeing Twin Peaks again. I haven't yeah. done it in a couple of years. I always worry that it's boring, but I think what I think about what I like where it gets tedious for me is like the last half mm. of the second season. Because then I just don't enjoy it as much yeah. anymore, and it's kind of I have seen it already, so it's not like it doesn't have the freshness. Yeah, and there's really nothing else than oh that's new, you know. So it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of a shame. Yeah, like mm. they they were forced to jump the gun on revealing what's going on, and then nobody wanted to watch it anymore. And I guess they also didn't know what to do anymore. If they were even still involved, I'm I'm I'm, I'm unclear on David Lynch's involvement in the second season overall. Uh -huh. I believe the last the last episode. I mean that's. And that's a great episode. That's, that's kind of what it saves. I remember his name. Yeah. Written, directed by David Lynch. Yeah. Yeah, no, the whole, the Black Lodge and everything, that's some cool stuff. And mm. I think that's why, you know, I even bother watching that stuff. Mm. Uh, it's fine to have like six episodes that kind of meh, to have that blow out in the end. So it's... Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that was fun. Um, 
We also started Lady Dynamite, mm -hmm. which is interesting. <laughs> it is interesting. I mean, I'm only so, so sure if I care about what happens. Hmm. But I like the way it's done, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's really interestingly made. That's like, the thing. It's interestingly made of something that I'm not that like, like the limits of, of a sitcom. <laughs> yeah. Talking a lot about like mental issues, mm. but without like being too preachy or being like too dismissively. It's a destigmatizing, basically, yeah. what they're trying to. And I like her humor that like comes from another side where you don't expect it. Mm. And that's really like most of the episodes for me are also like interesting, entertaining. And then there's just like one joke in there that like makes me spill my drink. Yeah, there was, was a couple. I yeah. don't remember them at all, but I remember laughing. Yeah. <laughs> but then I do that all the time. So she has this knows? left field humor somehow. Mm. But you don't expect it to go that way. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the surprise. interesting thing. Like I'm interested to mm -hmm. see it just to see what else they're gonna come up with. Yeah. But I feel like once I've seen it, it's probably similar. Then it's probably not gonna be as exciting. No, it's not ex as exciting. It's not. No. And uh, I was surprised how fast it develops. Yeah. But I think when I started watching it, I only watched like one episode a day. Uh -huh. Because it was just, I wanted to save it. Ah. But that's like the one thing. Like the other thing I really enjoy watching just her do this stuff and all the, the characters and all the, the actors she gets in there. And that, that's really a lot of female roles. And that you don't really realize that like most of the cast is female. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't and, have. And you hardly ever have this this experience with most of the other stuff that's true that's very true yeah yeah i think i'm just i guess the weirdness as interesting as it is is kind of keeping me from being really invested in the emotional core of it somehow and also that i'm confused just about the timelines i looked up mm -hmm. now like how the timelines work to like at least understand where duluth is happening yeah um, but I still, I get so confused and so I just watch what happens without following it really, mm. if that makes sense. No, like I get that, there's yeah. a weird disconnect somewhere in there where I'm just, I'm watching a funny scene after a funny scene. Not, yeah. not, not like a sketch or not that disconnected, but still too disconnected for me to be really like invested in the story. Yeah. But, but that, invested in the presentation of it. Basically. I feel like she doesn't really try to make you too invested in the characters and in the, the internal lives mm. of her or the other people around every once in a while she has like an emotional part in an episode and then i think she makes that really well but most of it is more or less like it's not a clip show but it kind of feels like that it does doesn't it goes from joke to joke set up to joke set up or to from but also not that cheaply. I no, mean, it's no, no. it is it is a well told continuous story. I guess just the the broken up nature of it hmm. makes it hard for me to know what to root for or what to worry about. I mean, sure, yeah. some episodes are like, okay, she's gonna crack clearly, and then you kind of just wait. I hope she's gonna be okay. But really, to know what the 
goals are to be like, oh my god, I hope I hope this works out. And oh, what what mm -hmm. about this other thing that was in last episode and stuff like that? It doesn't really it's play really into this. Hard one. to follow because there are three timelines, right? Yeah. And she always has like a boyfriend or is looking for a boyfriend or has like. It is also really then, similar. I get so yeah. confused sometimes yeah. about just oh, is this? Oh, wait, no, we're not in the present right now. Yeah. This is like just a similar situation. Yeah. <laughs> and she does that like uh, intentionally with like cutting it up. Mm -hmm. Like I was not always good in relationships and then it get, goes back to Duluth or something like that. But yeah. sometimes she doesn't even do that. It's just like finish up the scene and then she goes back to Duluth. And I didn't realize it the first time I watched it. But now I, I see that there isn't really a connection there. <laughs> While she's going back there, it must be because it just like for the episode to feel better or something. Although that would also be interesting to see if that all makes more sense when you see it a second time. Yeah. When you're more easily... Well, it did. Uh, I, it was really easy to follow. When she really tells, <laughs> you, tells the audience what she's doing and then she does that. And she really makes sure that um, a lot of the... <laughs> time jumps are um, labeled and colored differently labeled colored have a reason and are introduced by her speaking what's up so i think well it's still confusing somehow <laughs> she, no, knows, she knows it and she really tried now for the first part i kind of immediately forgot what duluth is supposed to be yeah. So, I, so there's basically the past which is pre-breakdown then she has her breakdown she has a duluth face which mm -hmm. is a Location is that a town that she's in or something? But she sometimes yeah. says in Duluth. It, it's a, it's a time. I think her parents live in Duluth, and she okay. was living with her parents or go, going to a um, clinic there. So basically, it's her post breakdown kind of recovery yeah. phase, and then there's the present where she kind of tries to put everything, her life back together, and yeah. now she's doing this show that we're watching right now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just there's layers uh, upon layers and it's yeah. <laughs> and it's fun I mean that's what makes yeah. it interesting right? definitely a lot of the the confusion and the uh, um, excitement for is is not knowing what's what's going to happen next because like everything can happen I yeah mean, I also don't mind it much she, she doesn't really you know keep to any one formula that's what I like a lot, with jokes as well as with how she tells the story. Yeah, for, sure. for example, when the the extra was wounded by her, like throwing the pencil, and mm. the extra got it in the eye, and everywhere was blood. All of a sudden, there was like the the series never had any like gory, bloody jokes inside, and then yeah. all of a sudden this hits, and yeah, we kind of like it or you don't, I think. But speaking of taking it one episode at a time, mm -hmm. I have been thinking about if we should do this with Twin Peaks. Because oh. that's how I did it. Uh, I watched it like every week when it came out. And I feel like there may be an advantage to it. Yeah, I mean, you can like really go just sit with it. What you've seen, yeah. You um, just agonize for a little while. Agonize, yeah. <laughs> um, Work through it. Is that something that I noticed, I think, the most significant time was when uh, Wolf Among Us came out. And I was playing that as mm -hmm. it was coming out. I did not wait to buy the 
complete thing and then just go through it at once. Yeah. And that really worked on a level that I really appreciated. I mean, I guess it's not that much of a difference, but this, but this little bit of just sitting with it for a couple of months and waiting and hmm. curious. To, like, there's, there's like a huge twist at the beginning of the first episode. And one that's immediately resolved in the next one, but uh, just sitting with that for months in between and kind of mm. being like, oh, wow, I can't believe they did that. That's, uh, and then mm. suddenly, oh, my God. <laughs> so it's like a double thing rather than that you, like, two minutes later find out, oh, okay, nothing to worry about. You know? So it's, uh, yeah. but I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Hmm. I mean, I guess it's true for every series that there's something to be said for the take your time versus binge it all the way through. Not every. I think there are series that are definitely better for just binging. Like Russian Doll, for example. It was perfect for just binging through. Mm. There weren't really points like at the end of an episode where you had to sit down with the emotion. I mean, but I, maybe we I didn't can't notice. Tell, yeah. I didn't do it, so how should I know? Because, I mean, there's these things where the the fruit in the loops starts to rot and something. And just yeah. imagine sitting with that for a couple of weeks and just being like, oh my god, I wonder what's going on. Is the world falling apart? What's going to happen? Like, even just those yeah. two weeks of anticipation, they don't really change the story or anything. Mm. But I guess you yourself get a little bit of extra time to just like be oh my god what's and psych yourself up for it <laughs> like i don't know for example it's deaths i also feel like that's just a seven hour movie let's just watch it in one go yeah exactly. but i'm sure if you like get stuck like after the bathroom scene mm -hmm. or something and you're just like um, i need to know but you have to wait a week you know? <laughs> like just that action yeah. itself and it has something to it wow often this feels just cheap you know but, uh, and cliffhangers. I felt that like David Lynch is, is is making a point with how he ended season one. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, like it was almost a joke. <laughs> I feel that was certainly so over the top. And but it, exactly what usually like a, a soapy sitcom would do. Yes. Oh. Yeah, and really, what surprised me was really how soapy. It is a soap, basically. It's a soap, yeah. It's just a very weird one. Or a very mundane one sometimes. Yeah, but somehow <laughs> this is still interesting. And it's not... Maybe because the characters, they aren't as flat as they appear in other soaps. Or because there is like a mystery and you know this is not normal life. Something's different there. And you're kind of trying to figure out how, how far the difference goes with their reality and our reality. Yeah. Which you don't have in a, in a normal soap. There is a certain amount of weight and depth to it, even as it is being dramatic. Like, obviously, you know, characters dying and people crying about it, that happens in every show. But I feel like the way it is done here, even though this is like obviously exaggerated crying, it is like driving the point home of how much... Uh, well, the death of Loma Palmer, which is literally the first scene, so I hope that's okay. I'm spoiling it. Um, <laughs> uh, how how that pained people, how the that mother, hurt right? everyone. Yeah, the mother is crying. Just every screaming, crying. Yes. And I always think, and it's not a real performance. Like you wouldn't see this in 
you know, like a Spielberg movie or something. But in the soul, it's so far like, full so, of that. It yeah. is so much more deep, I feel, than like the fake crying of a regular soap. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder what it is, really. Because I feel like I've seen this kind of like scream crying in soaps, but it always felt so unreal. And then there's cut and it's gone in, in, in uh -huh. Twin Peaks. It just keeps going. Yeah, they don't stop. They, they don't, don't stop. They don't pull that. any punches about how traumatic this is. Yeah, but and then, I think that's even it. then, I, I just mean, just the scene where the mother is crying, screaming, crying, collapsing, crying, sobbing on the floor or whatever that was, yeah. and then you wouldn't see that in a soap. You wouldn't give pain, I guess, so much time, maybe, and that—that's the difference which makes it weighty that it's not like cutting away to some happy couple because they are afraid that uh, the viewers can't handle that much mm -hmm. yeah. pain and screaming and I don't know that the neighbors get <laughs> disturbed or something well I think like if I think back on the couple episodes of soaps that I've seen I feel like what they try to do is like be the most exciting all of the time there's no downtimes, there's no like average conversation. Mm. Everything has like to be like to the max. Like every emotion is to the max. And so you don't have the ebb and flow and you don't have a really solid foundation. Because you're cranking it up to make it more exciting. Mm. You don't use that um like I feel it's like what compass. he did, you know why this woman is upset and yeah. you understand that you see that everybody in town is like deeply hurt by this death of this person that everybody loved. Mm -hmm. And so her over-the-top crying is really just a tool to kind of explore this emotion. Yes, it's done in a kind mm -hmm. of over-the-top way, but still fair enough. Like it feels like, I don't look at her and I'm like, oh wow, she's chewing the scenery. I'm like, this is hard to watch, but damn that poor woman, that's rough. So yeah. there's just a there's just a realness to the cause, I guess, the motivation for why this is happening, and the way it's expressed, yeah, informs that sort of, maybe makes it a little bit more bearable, because maybe if this was done in a hyper real way, hmm. and still the amount of crying you see over the first yeah. couple episodes, that would probably be emotionally draining too much. So maybe he's using those soap tropes to like. But still, to help the point he's making, mm. not to just randomly crank up the emotion and just hope that keeps the viewership. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I don't. I haven't looked at it that way. I always felt like soaps are like trying to portray just a mundane everyday life, but with all the things you hear that other people that <laughs> happen to other people happening to the characters there. In the most extreme ways. So if there's a character who, who loves to drive his motorcycle, mm -hmm. he will die on it in, in episode six or so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure, like, for sure. You hear of people having these kind of experiences, but the soap brings them all together and goes like through every story of everyone and always tells like the, the interactions between the characters. And this is kind of what Twin Peaks does as well. Just more focused on like one single event that kind of drives or like 
directs everyone in the same same direction. I don't know. I think it's really it's weird to, 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 to look at a soap mm. and what works and doesn't work in a soap and then to look at Twin Peaks. <laughs> because I don't really I don't really grasp all the differences that there are there are. And I, I feel like this is basically a soap and it shouldn't work. <laughs> I think it's it in the why. Like they do they do the work for mm. function. So in a ah, yeah in a in a in a soap, I feel to have all of these moments that would never happen. Yeah, in no, a lifetime, like one of those. There's no <laughs> no reason why it should happen to these people. It's exactly. Just like, so it's not set up. It's not following any themes. It's just here's the next exciting. It's the next explosion. It's yeah, basically it's what Michael Bay does. That could happen. Yeah. Let's go through it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, it's basically the Probably. difference between like a good action movie and what Michael Bay does, which I don't mean to say is like necessarily bad, but it's mm. like a little bit more. What do you call it? Like a spectacle. Yeah. And I guess soaps are an emotional spectacle, and so you don't have the real motive. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I'm not like when I think of a soap, I think like, oh, the heiress to the hotel has been cheated out of her cut of it or something and yeah. she cries in rage and because she was betrayed by her lover who's yeah. also her twin brother and yeah. it's something that's exactly. <laughs> and it's just there's no there's no reality there and the acting seems like like acting it's like just screaming loud and looking taking up a lot of space and that's mm. acting but with and you don't know why is this person acting this way she could also be like well, shit, because that seems like the appropriate response to what's happening to her, right? Mm. Well, shit, and then call your lawyer. But it has to be, oh, the betrayal! I am wounded! <laughs> <laughs> That's from Fraser, I love that. Um, <laughs> yeah, Fraser is also dramatic, but in a hilarious way. Yeah. Uh, That's the joke that he's so overly. So basically, what Fraser does the entire time, they do for real. Hmm. While in Twin Peaks, you know why these characters act this way, and they act appropriately. Like she's also not spending the entire series just being besides herself. She's also like trying. You see her trying to get herself together, and that's hmm. just the next thing. She can't comprehend it anymore, and and then everybody else around her kind of affirms her emotion also, and then hmm. carries it forward. And then you have those nice. That's why it's so nice because it gets so mundane in between. Where they just hang out and they drink some coffee and get very excited about cherry pie and of course that could also seem like quirk for the sake of quirk i feel like twin mm. peaks caused a lot of that people trying to imitate what they're doing but ending up with soapy stuff mm. it's like ooh, i'm excited about coffee ooh, i'm excited about cherry pie that was trying to make like another twin peaks <laughs> really hopeless there's so much that came from that and so good stuff too i mean i I did appreciate Night Vale, was it called? The podcast? Night Vale? No idea. Ah, I thought you would have been someone too. Ooh. Oh, I guess it was someone of my other friends. Like Love. What's the full title? Something. It's something Night Vale. It's like a fictional radio show and it's weird and it's cool. I think I've Welcome heard, to Night Vale. I heard of it before but yeah definitely not from me so that sort of inspired um what's that game where the second title with the bad frame rate came out the, the second title with the bad frame rate deadly premonition deadly premonition okay yeah, i mean yeah. that's just a basic rip off 
It's great. He also loves his coffee and. <laughs> you know Deadly Premonition, right? You mean a movie or a no, game? No, that's a game. They're the second Deadly Premonition movie. movie. Which movie? Do they all have to die because they cheated death once and now death comes Oh, home. oh, you mean that Final Destination? Final Destination. <laughs> Deadly Premonition, Final Destination. Okay. <laughs> Not sure why I confused both of them. Well, the title sort of, yeah. That's something, right? Yeah. But yeah, that's basically Twin Peaks. Like an FBI agent comes to a small town where there was a murder. Hmm. And he loves coffee and he's chipper about everything and excited. And Yeah, this was really an interesting choice to make the FBI agent such a goody two-shoes. <laughs> such a happy person somehow, and then appreciating this, everything. Then his spiritual side, mm. there's also like, that's not what you expect from an FBI agent. It's the exact opposite, <laughs> to be honest. It was a really good show. Oh, I love Twin Peaks. When, when was the season three uh, released? Uh, 2017. So it was like, or okay. 16? No, 17, I think. And you said like 25 years? It is exactly 25 years later, yes. And I didn't, that the interesting thing watching it again was that he actually in the Black Lodge talks about we will meet again in 25 years. I, yeah. I forgot that that was a thing in the old one. And then he actually did it. That's cool. <laughs> Do you think he, he stressed out like, oh, it's been 20 years already. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't been doing much since Inland Empire. I think that was 2006, his last movie. And since then, he hasn't mm -hmm. done anything. I mean, he, he did some small things. He did like a interview series where he just walks around and interviews some random people. Mm. And I think he has a couple of animated things he sometimes does. But hey, man, That's cool. He has so much different stuff. Yeah, man, what has kind of living your life that, you know? What has, been, what has he been doing these last 10 years that he hasn't done any movies? Well. The Audacity. And then he releases like a 17-minute short where he talks to a monkey. What have you done in the last seven years? Ah. Look at us. <laughs> well, I don't know what I've done. But I feel like I've done a lot. Anyway, good evening, Wendersu. So, I feel like this. Oh, does this need some tweaking? Yeah, I'm not really sharp on that. Oh, this, this is, yeah. <laughs> okay. Can uh, you see that? Wait, no, I accidentally pressed the button. Oh. Okay, as long as we're still here, everything's good. Um, but yeah, good stuff. <laughs> um... So, yes, Twin Peaks. Cool. Nice. Twin Peaks, <laughs> it gets the thumbs up. <laughs> um, wait. Now I got so turned around with what I was doing here that yeah. I totally forgot. What we were talking about? What? Well, I guess we finished the Twin Peaks talk. Yeah, we, we talked about the week and that was basically Twin Peaks, right? That was basically Twin Peaks. Does it we watch something else too? What else did we watch? <laughs> we watched too much. Yeah. To really... yeah, I feel like there was one thing that I wanted to like spiral into from the Twin Peaks one. Well, maybe it'll come back to me. Anyway, what shall we talk about? Well, if you ask me like that... <clears throat> should we talk about the guilty pleasures already? Or should we talk about the 
my my dissatisfaction with the format. Um, good question. I, I don't think we should start with the complaining, right? The complaining how bad everything is and how stupid topics are, and then like going into a topic. I think would be kind of. Then again, if <laughs> it we... could be kind of a. Anyway, here's the topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right then. That's... But we basically started it, so uh, we don't have to make it too long either, right? Yeah, well, I guess, I mean, we don't really know what we want to do, so I figured we could just talk about it. Because, I mean, I mean, as you may have noticed, when this year, um, <laughs> we've experimented with the format a bit, and we thought maybe it would be nice if we did some stuff that people can engage with, so the reverse game jam, for example. Which episode are we in now? By the way. 21. 21. We've been doing this our fourth episode, like doing more structure. Yeah. And also to have a topic that we then talk about, which for today was guilty pleasures. The thing is, bringing in more structure made it more work. And I don't like work. I have enough work. <laughs> and so it's... That's basically what we said last time. <clears throat> Yeah, it's gotten tedious a little bit. Like, I don't like to prepare for these things. Mm. I don't like to think about, oh, I have to talk about this game. And I don't like... Well, I like that part. I like <sighs> to have something to be prepared. I you even, always like to prepare. Yeah, I even started like writing down all the things, like, not all the things, but like the things that this week could be interesting to talk about. Just so... I don't draw a blank when you ask me <laughs> what happened this week. I like if that yeah. works for yeah. you. Me, I just like to wing it. And for example, like the Twin Peaks one. If we were doing this completely structured thing, would we have gotten, let this get out of hand and talk about that for half an hour? I don't know. That's completely um, ridiculous. Then you're... Now you're claiming that the structure is killing your creativity because <laughs> but it you, is. you can't talk about Twin Peaks if we have a no, but structure. The thing is, right now I'm excited about Twin Peaks. Yeah, I wouldn't have known that a week ago. The start where we can't talk about everything. So we have half an hour of our show that we actually enjoy and then an hour and a half where we have to do chores, homework. So, I don't like that. And who cares what we think about UI? I mean... <laughs> well... <laughs> I happen to have a lot of opinions about you. Well, you didn't share them last time. I so tried. what's the use of I it? I tried. <laughs> I didn't stop you. I didn't have anything to say. All I said was, I didn't notice. <laughs> That's my contribution. So, no, I don't like to prepare. I like to talk about whatever comes to mind because that's what I want to talk about in the moment. And the worst thing, actually, though I did like, for example, like I like the challenging each other to play something in mm. theory, but it also means that I have another job yeah. for the week. And I'm honestly just like, I'm full up. That's, I mean, that's why I don't play games. Because I don't have yeah. the time. Same, same. <laughs> And then you're like, like knowing that you have to play this game and probably enough Makes to have really an opinion it. on it and then like stream it as well. I mean, what are we, like game journalists? Yeah, exactly. This, this was our job. If that was our only job, that would be fine. But uh, so much to do. So I guess 
I guess what I would like to do is drop that one. Which one? The game jam thing. Yeah. Unless, like, everybody's so excited. Wait, what does Wendis say? Six. He says, yes, I noticed uh, it uh, last time you already complained about the upcoming <laughs> yes. work. It's complaint. a funny combination with you two. One likes to make his lists and the other wants just to wing it. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> That's how we work. <laughs> um, well, the, the one way I could see like this game gym thing sort of work if it was sort of like a book club. Like you with the community like mm. decide on something or you show each other like, i was thinking like if we take a month then maybe i would be less annoyed about it because i would that like do nothing for three and a half weeks and then you know do yeah. my day of extra work um <laughs> and i guess we could like still do the voting and everything and then everybody can like well the thing that i think would be interesting is if you can share something that is sort of obscure that you think is underrated mm. or that people should try out that you should know um yeah know something like i don't know the manifold garden looks awesome someone should play that it's really cool some type of thing and then i'm yeah it is um but i don't know for this week for example we forgot it last time that's why we uh we got confused with our own system of we're not going to vote this week, did not mean we hadn't voted and we shouldn't select a game. Yeah. So that was confusing. <laughs> That's why we were we were talking about simplifying it first because this whole, okay, let's vote for a week while that is happening. We're going to play something for a week. Then we're going to talk about it, but it's all three different things or something. I don't even know. Mm. Um, and yeah, confusing. But if, yeah... If that was sort of a book club type thing, maybe that would work. But even that, I'm not so excited about personally. So everybody like plays the same game, and then we talk about it. Or like people throw in suggestions to say, okay, to the topic of hmm. whatever. This would be the title that I say. This is cool. This is probably not very known. Hmm. And then you know everybody throws in their titles, and you can just play around whatever. Hmm. But even that, there's something missing in there, I feel, to make it really fun. That's why I'm hesitant to even... <laughs> I mean, I guess uh, we can discuss this in our Discord, which you should join. Well, not you. <laughs> you are already there. <laughs> but well, but you. Um, I guess we can discuss it there if people would be interested to participate. Because if only us two do it, it's even more boring, I feel. And we never find, like, a real answer <laughs> because we have three options and two votes uh, <laughs> yeah and i think the confusion part is is definitely something that made it pretty laborious and and confusing the last couple of times i think we, it's, it's pretty easy to get rid of though mm. we just have to do the voting in stream as i told you and then um select the games immediately as you suggested. Yeah. So we have it like in one package. I think that's much better. Sure, um, but then you still have to play it. And we still need like a couple more listeners. Because <laughs> <laughs> three votes for three <laughs> options is still not enough. <laughs> Are we... We technically have four. Just during the stream is going to be difficult because my wife watches it on YouTube. Yeah. Well, um, people who don't watch... Yeah. 
or like excluding like most of our time. audience by doing this live yeah kind of do kind of do because i think we have like 10 people who like watch this stuff on youtube and like 10 on spotify and something mm. like that you should all join our discord by the way why haven't you done this uh, we have to like extract this this part so like the selection of the topics is done throughout the week mm. So everyone has enough time to vote and doesn't have to be in the stream to participate. And then on the stream, we, we pick the winner. Um, then on the spot, mm. come up with games to play. Maybe even where you, you weren't like completely convinced. But I think it, it will probably be easier if you just pick games that we ourselves want to play for the topic. Instead of like challenging each other. That was the one interesting aspect about it, I felt. Yeah, but like the first game you had to play that you didn't li like and select yourself, you did play after it, like, the, the controls didn't work. Well, sure, I'm not going to waste my time. I'm sure <laughs> if, if you were excited for the game or picked it yourself, you would have found a way to do it. Yeah, the thing is, if so I pick I it myself, I probably, if I wanted to play it, I would have already done it. I have a lot of games that... And you probably as well that you kind of want to play, but you never really had. Uh, of course, but that's the that's whole to... problem, is it not? We they were not motivated. We don't want to. Hmm. Like, con you've streamed twice or something since we said let's stream some more. Yeah. Because you don't want to. Twice that's... as much as you did. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, okay. So this sounds like something we're just gonna drop it for now. Yeah. And I guess it is something that can be revisited. As for the topics, uh, I don't mind if we keep them, if we generate them at the big, in the middle, and then just like sort of as Wing a it. So yeah, as a sort prepare. of a prompt. Well, okay. <laughs> is then I don't feel all week like ugh, I should think about that and come up with something. I don't. So I don't do that anyway. Do. So if it's so easy, then we can do. I this can life. do it on the spot, probably. <laughs> yeah. We can probably do it live. So let's, let's do that. that. So this is the last time we're going to do it beforehand. So that's guilty pleasures. We already know this. And Pretty next good. time we're going to drop all the mm. shenanigans. We're just going to do our regular chats again where we don't have to do anything. And, you know, use one one little prompt that we can then put in the title. And I mean, we, we thought that it would be more interesting for people to... to to have the time to prepare and stuff for what actually i started talking and then i immediately forgot what i was trying to say and then just trying to wing it <laughs> it's another <laughs> uh see maybe you just need no. practice so <laughs> so the, the whole problem uh -huh. with us especially like the last week mm. and our game kind of mm. thing is that we really weren't exciting excited i i want to say we weren't excited to talk about anything. We didn't really want to talk about anything at all. And I think we, we just need to be excited about the stuff we talk about. Yes. So that this is like a goal we, we have to be mindful of. Whatever we do with our thing is to make things more structured or not. And <laughs> <laughs> so when this is saying why not let Jan decide on a topic so he can prepare yeah. and not tell Crabman until the Hula starts. I wanted that as well. Mm. 
But the fun of, you know, of throwing up the thing and then it comes up and then we're like, okay, let's talk about this. And maybe I'll have yeah. more fun doing that if I know you're struggling. All about his fun all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, because the thing is, I love the Day of the Tentacle. But I'm not excited about it right now. Like in this second, I have nothing to say about it. Yeah. Like if you catch me in a certain mood, I can probably go on for hours. Yeah. And that's the that's the issue with this pre-planned. That's why I like just talking about what what excites me in the second because yeah. then at least I am excited. Yeah. I can. I'm not very good at faking excitement, mm. beyond my obvious you know exaggeration of it. But uh, yeah, I need something to go off on. Like. Mm. <laughs> hey Red Rogue or Friedrich or however you would like uh, to be referred to feel yeah, um, personally appreciated which you are <laughs> uh, so that's the one thing excitement to talk about stuff and yeah we have to, to keep it in mind that we do like any other sort of thingy then we had two goals with this like the first one with the game selection everyone can vote is that people are involved mm -hmm. or like more interested to follow us and i think for people to be involved we have to have people watching so yeah i guess we can like keep it out the, the other thing was um to have a topic that we can tweet out uh -huh. so people know what we will be talking about and maybe find that interesting to to follow us it has not helped it hasn't helped in the last two <laughs> times, I guess, we tried. So maybe this is also something that works better when we already have a large following. I don't know. I don't know. I think like the I think we the need topics, to share it. I think too. the topics are fine. Also, if you like change too much, you know, it's always not a good idea. You have to yeah, that's make why I'm small everything changes, back. Small changes. Everything back. It was too much. We had like two huge changes, two preparation. Yeah. Heavy and things. whose fault was that? I had like... Yours, I feel. No, 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 no. Even though I had the ideas, I was just following your lead of, oh my wait, god, wait, we need wait. more watchers. I had the ideas, <laughs> and then you... What? The game jam, that was my idea. The topics yeah. was yeah. my said... wife's idea, and so I don't know what ideas you claim you had, well, but... The topics were my, were my idea. That was my wife's and idea. I, she I, said I... we should do topics, and I told you, hey, Bali said we should do topics. Yes, I was like, yes, I had this idea. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's how I remember it, so it must be Mbali's uh, idea. Sorry, Mbali for cheating uh, yeah, on the cool ideas. But uh, the other one, the game jam, I said we, we could like challenge each other to play games and stream them and then talk about it. Then we would have already captured streams to run in the background, which is obviously more interesting. Never heard that before. Yeah. So, and then you, like one day you decide, well, okay, let's do both. <laughs> And it's my idea. <laughs> well, the point oh, is we're yeah. going to do nothing of the sort. Yeah. Well, so that should be fine. And that said, let's go into our topic. <laughs> I'm not done ranting yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just figured we, if we go on too much about the complaining, then maybe it drops into that boring zone again. I, I feel like the boring part very... is just talking about how we fade at streaming <laughs> i think that's something everyone can experience by just watching us we don't have to talk about this but well then let's talk about something different yeah okay but if we do we should go to talk about the reasons why we do this stuff and yeah that were those and i feel like i think we can still try like topics uh, it doesn't matter if we do it in or 
out of this dream wheel, just try a lot of stuff. So we'll keep interesting. And I think we will never come to to a formula for our stream anyway, where we say like, this is how it's going to work. It's oh, going to evolve all the time. So don't be surprised. If uh, we say things and then don't do them, <laughs> I would assume that if people know us, they probably know that that's like just par for the course for us. Okay. Yeah. So you basically you're now seeing live what you could otherwise just have seen over the years. How we start doing videos and stuff, then we step in, then we start a podcast, then we step it. Is this is always the thing? When it gets work, we stop doing it. And so the good thing right now is that we just have to stop making this thing work because just setting the camera and the mic there is not that hard. Yeah. So that kind of works. But yes, as I just I get this feeling that we've exhausted the time that we can talk about this, that it's getting boring now. So I feel like we should we should now take this opportunity to talk about something much more interesting, which is <laughs> Guilty pleasure in games. I have one. How many do you have? <laughs> At least three. Of course. <laughs> have you put them in an ordered list? Yes, The internet I have. loves lists. I have one. So top five. Top five? Like putting our... Together? <sighs> I thought so we were doing top one three. Then... <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I have a couple. Aha. I have a few. Well, I guess... Do we you start us off? I start and do you finish us off? Okay. <laughs> well, I guess we can do like you do two, then I do one, and then you do your fun, your, your top one. That's a good idea. Not so, a top one though, but yeah, I have a I have an idea how we could structure this so it's all right. Then let's cute. do it. What do you got? So what do you enjoy guiltily? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so first one maybe a bit boring. But probably, probably the biggest one, <laughs> the biggest one. So it's uh, it's called Gems of War. Gems of War. Yeah. That sounds like something I've seen in a an Android ad. Yeah, probably. Interestingly enough, uh, I think it's like it's created me. by more or less by one person, and it's kind of an indie production. But how oh, is it? Yeah. Gems uh-huh. of war. If we know of war. Jenna, if we. Jenna macht Kaffee zum Genuss. I can see my mouse. Where is it? Uh, it's at the bottom. Oh, okay. And it's invisible. No, working. Oh, okay. okay. And now it's. <laughs> what is. Why is it. At, oh. Oh, that's why. Aha! <laughs> I mean, okay. says uh, he would be worried if we would do stable stuff. Oh, yeah, that would yeah. be utterly terrifying. All right, let's see. What do we got there? Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, that's the me third one this. or something. Yeah, anyway. It's fine. Well, I guess it says in the title what it is. It's the Gems of War. Yeah. Um, best of Soul Farming Team 2019. Okay. Okay, so this is a this is a match three game, and somehow I'm a huge sucker for <laughs> for combinations of role playing elements with uh, different kinds of games. And Gems of War, I think I originally started playing this just for um, your research purposes, like as actual work. <laughs> I like uh, I had to do, and wow. 
this game completely got me. There is one that looks exactly like this. Um, I think we talked Puzzle about this before with the... Hmm? Puzzle Quest or what? Puzzle Quest, yes. That one I played, and I assume it's basically the exact same thing. No, it's different. It's it's different oh. in, in uh, really um, important mechanical ways. Ooh! <laughs> it's not just different, it's importantly so. Importantly so. For sure. Okay, let's, but if you, yeah, let's check a trailer. Okay. We did look at the trailer already. No, that's the uh, best teams. Oh. Hello, everyone. Nope. No, thank you. But as you can see, you have like a map and you can go to different kind of um, oops, sorry, uh, oh. arenas or like places. And then usually, usually it's not like this where you, where you can see this uh, PvP thingy oh. where you can uh, fight other people. Okay, wait, maybe I can't find a proper official. Usually trailer. you have like a little story. There's like a new character uh, because this is all character based. Uh-huh. And the character has like it's such a stupid storyline. <laughs> Every time it's it's really at least when I played it, I think it wasn't better. So who knows? Yeah, the promotional trailer is probably much better. Yeah. Well, we know who made it at least. But that's the publisher. Mm -hmm. Infinity Plus Two is the creator. But they only present. Oh. Oh well, maybe that's because they present their own game. Oh, it is from the creators of Puzzle Quest. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, so let's see how this is different in very important ways. Yeah. <laughs> so you have Cleave, for example. <laughs> um, yeah. So you have heroes, and they have all like interesting different specials, mm -hmm. and then you, um, they need colored gems to. Um, to fill them up so they can use their specials and yeah that's it i see that's a game you can attack like a different do you enemies. have a map to walk around or is this only this uh, you've only an overview map where you have like you can go there and there oh okay there's only some places to go no no walking right yeah because puzzle game was like almost like a real rpg i mean you couldn't really walk freely or mm. something but you had a map and you would just click on I want to go to that direction yeah. and then when there's a character you can click and talk or whatever yeah you can really talk to people here yeah and so it was it's less it was not deep the system or anything yeah so. it's less RPG now I think yeah okay so they basically just narrowed it down to the what's it called what is the famous one match three no I mean like a, a game that made that like that was so bejeweled bejeweled yeah um, but it wasn't bejeweled a clone from another game, even. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's basically Candy Crush or whatever. I just yeah. knew Bejeweled, like, on the I PC was sort of the... Candy Crush came after Bejeweled, maybe? I don't know. Did it? <sighs> well, I mean... Do you have to test all my claims? <laughs> yes, I need to know. What is it called? Candy Crush. So, Candy Crush came out in 2012. Oh, it's not looking good for you. What? Puzzle Quest. Oh, it is looking very good for you. Not bad. What? No. By 2012, did it say? Not too. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Hey, you were right. Nice Talked one. about a different game, but... Yeah. <laughs> Didn't we talk about 
Candy Crush? Oh, before Bejeweled. Bejeweled <laughs> yeah, ah. was the thing. But if Puzzle Quest is that early? Yeah, Puzzle Quest isn't isn't for Bejeweled, right? Uh, it doesn't have an 2001. Initially browsers oh. in 2001. Is this the original Match 3 hype game? Uh, hmm. I think so. Matching puzzle video games, pop cap, browsers. Okay, so you could have tricked me into thinking you were right, but you've proven yourself wrong. No, I was right. <laughs> William? Bejeweled 2001. Oh, okay. That's what I said. And I think there was one even before, but I don't know. Ah, probably. I mean, Match 3 is not exactly hmm. niche or anything. But yeah, aha, well, I have not tried that one. I have only tried the Puzzle Quest, and even though it's like basically just the... Hmm. I don't know, it doesn't feel like a like game. It feels like sort of the idea of a game. Hmm. I don't know how to describe it. But it's kind of, like, it sort of looks like an RPG, and it sort of plays like an RPG, but like the most simplified version of it, hmm. where basically there's no depth to anything at all, sort of a thing. It's just not supposed to be a dig at the game or anything. As I said, I enjoyed it. I guess I would have enjoyed it more if there was more going on, but it is a fun system. This yeah. matching colors to charge up attacks or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And like, and then the the tactical part is like building your roster of heroes to take with you. Mm. If you can go one down in the middle, uh, well, well, you can look at that for example. So you can see they have bars. If they are full, then you can click on them anytime and use their ability against like, well, it depends what their ability does, of course. Some just to deal damage and, and in the end you have to um, you have to fight the other side and kill them all. Your characters can be incapitated as well yeah. and then you can use their abilities. And it's really interesting to, to balance basically which colors you go for. Mm and which abilities of course you want to take and it's really limited mm -hmm. but somehow this was enough for me to keep me going and i put so much time into that game <laughs> and yeah and even now thinking about it i could could just start playing it again <laughs> and uh, yeah. i really wanted instead to make like my own uh match three game because i felt like i have probably more fun with <laughs> doing it myself yeah. you can go bottom uh, left the image, yeah. That's something I really enjoyed as well. Every once in a while you get to a chest or like um, uh, some kind of treasure or reward and, and you get this um, reward uh, puzzle game and I think you have a limited amount of moves and if you match up three of the same kind they become a new one, a better one. Oh. So you have to in increase basically <laughs> the quality of the objects there. And okay. when it, and I think that's how it worked. And when it stopped, you get all that's on screen. Oh. And I, I found that really elegant and neat. And it was a lot of fun to play. It was mm. like most of the fun to be. And yeah, I guess treasure should 
be kind of like most of the fun. <laughs> or else it's not really a treasure. Um, so when they say Shariki was the first real match 3 game, at least with the mechanics ah. we today interpret as match 3. That does not ring a bell. Let me look that up. What's Shariki? Hmm? Yeah, and obviously with like the over-the-top fantasy graphics and stuff. And uh, the dialogues are really annoyingly dull oh. and um, oh. badly written. That looks familiar. Though hmm. so it's probably... A <laughs> it's a match figure. That's like that you can play against other people. They each have one. I love to play uh, like Tetris against other people. Mm. It's a lot of fun on, on my DOS. There is a game. Maybe one of you knows this. Uh, it's sort of not sort of similar, except you don't match. You just click away. Same, you have an array of blocks, so it looks like this, that's why I was thinking of it, except it's blocks instead of like circles. Mm -hmm. And similarly colored one, you click on them and it removes them all, and then it falls down and makes new shapes. You have to you're trying lines, or do you, no, you just like try to, draw, to or you click on one and then everything that's yeah, exactly for some of the blue one here. If I were to like click on this, all these connected blue ones would disappear oh. and everything would fall down. Or like the yellow ones down here, and you try to clear the field, With this. and you have to do it a little bit strategically. That you know, if I remove those two red ones, then the one right. and the one it it stays there. You can't move them. You can just remove one. Like I can remove the blue, and then that yellow one is gonna come down a little bit. And so, like this, you try to clear the field. Hmm. I think it even had click in the title, but I forgot. Uh, that's something that I. Uh, my, my my dad had on as a computer when I was little. Yeah. Yeah. Kinda of remember a game like that. Maybe he'll remember what it is. All right. Ah, I know what you mean. I played something like this, but I can't remember the name hmm. of it. Well that's fine. I'll I'll find out. Okay. Yeah. So what else do you got? Alright. So it's getting more and more I think like uh guilty. <laughs> That's okay. That's yes, that's true. This what? is not very. That's not very guilty. Uh, uh, storage, yeah, storage marine. <laughs> sounds like a Korean yeah. slave marine. Okay. Yeah. One or forty k. Yeah. So like. Yeah, exactly. And I'll pictures though. Yes, videos. Um, one forty k space marine test review. Test review? Yeah, second video. Okay. Well, let's see what they... So tell me about... I know Space Marine from your board game, I think. Yeah, but... the tabletop. Oh, yeah. and the board game. Both, yeah. Um, it's a super epic game <laughs> where you play a Space Marine. Oh, and that's cool. As a space marine, you're really powerful, you're really heavy, and very self-righteous, and you, you fight other stuff. It's a really easy combat system, Very really makes a lot of fun. Um, sound design is great, like the, the weapons have exactly the right sounds they need to. Um, simple combat, like kind of 
um, Arkham style combat, just that you have a chainsaw sword, <laughs> which is much cooler than Batman. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's got a cool story, but yeah, I don't know. I feel I always feel guilty for playing a game like that because it's just so. It is a satire. It's kind of a, it's supposed to be a satire of war. Oh, uh, but it's it's not that that's really doing its job very well as a satire. Yeah, it's kind of more uh, war fetishism, maybe. Yeah, uh, it's a bummer. But it's a lot of fun to play, and I don't know, somehow I enjoy it just, yeah, in my opinion, a bit too much. <laughs> mm. Man, as you can see, you, you fight orcs. You can always, like, argue about representation in games and what's what, um, like, the Space Marine, they are basically... Um, Super white dudes <laughs> fighting <laughs> to kill all the evil, bad aliens and monsters in the universe. Uh -huh. Because, but they are like they are uh, pretty effed up themselves. Like having a an emperor who's basically dead but kept alive, so it's a god emperor, and all might still lies with them. And it's, it's called Warhammer 40k because they have been waging war for 40,000 years. Mm -hmm. So long, in fact, that they have forgotten most, if not all, of their real history or why they fight. And even like lots of their um, technology, tele technological advances. For example, in that game, you will find like a huge uh, Leviathan-sized uh, mechs, which are on a planet, and I think well, I'm not going to spoil anything, <laughs> but um, yeah, the space marines don't really remember that they had these big things and how they could work with them, and, and it's kind of all the the systems and stuff has kind of meshed with their with some form of really fanatistic religion they have um and they always spot stuff like that when you load something you get like uh texts from the inquisition like uh innocence does prove nothing <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, they are really self-righteous, really uh, brutal, <laughs> and yeah, it's basically a, like a stupid action movie where you know uh, it's really bad. It, it's it's well done, but uh, the the topics are bad. The, what the film, the movie really says, if you watch it or even as you play the game, like. <laughs> What exactly am I supposed to take away from this? But like shooting at stuff is fun. And uh, yeah, that's why it's my guilty pleasure. Mm. That reminds me of 300, which yeah. now watching it again 10 years, probably after the last time, yeah. um, it's basically really good fascist propaganda. It is. It is fascist propaganda. Just and I really loved, I loved 300 as a movie. I really was so impressed with how visually beautiful it was and 
it's told this great story <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it's it's been a time like um with fight club yeah <laughs> really misunderstood what movies were trying to tell me but the movie also misunderstood what the source material was trying to say yeah <laughs> i mean kind of kind of the the content of the movie is, is isn't really being expressed by the movie as efficiently yeah, it as it makes it look super cool when this is supposed to be like dumb edgelords yeah <laughs> so no wonder dumb edgelords like it like i did yeah and myself yeah mm. so when the seal has to go that is then i guess he's gone already enjoy your dinner yes <laughs> see you next time and really says i guess my biggest Guilty pleasure right now is RuPaul's Drag Race. Well, there's nothing to feel guilty about there. Yeah. Enjoy. I didn't really get into that somehow. What did you watch instead? What did I watch? You had you you uh, tried to convince me to watch it for a couple of times. Where? Uh, okay, that sounds weird, but where a couple of gay dudes come to your life. Queer. Eye. Queer. Eye, Queer right. is amazing, and you haven't watched it yet. No. I can't. Ah, uh, there's Why not? A... no, no. It's not. It's not. It's not awkwardness based at all. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Um, it's just they are so aggressively gay, and I think I'm not ready for that yet. <laughs> just watch it, you weirdo. Uh, They're not that. This this one guy is very. And he, I think he also gets a lot of shit for that, Jonathan. I think they're all like different but, shades of really expressionist. Ex no. Ex okay. So, so we're going to watch an episode after this to just take care of this mess. Oh, man. Why does this always happen to me? <laughs> it, is, it is a beautiful show. It is so kind mm. and fun. Like this is one of the few shows or like the first one I've seen where they don't make fun of the people participating there. Mm. They just they're just nice to them and then really try to figure out what makes them tick and how to help them best. And of course, there's a lot of uh, things that uh, can be said critically about it too, but uh, for the most part, it's just it's just pure joy and pure love and pure kindness and mm. it's beautiful. Yeah. And I like it. I think that's, that's what you I know as a man like pure joy and stuff yeah. like that. I, I'm not Learn to love it. No. I'd rather play Space Marine. That's why I'm also Kill making you watch rom comes to get you in touch with oh, your emotions. Yeah. You know? He's been doing that for <laughs> a while now. Yeah. I love, love sometimes I'm not even realizing that we are talking about a rom com. And he's like, Oh, you haven't watched that? And I was like, No, I've Everybody really... should watch The Holiday. That's okay. just, if, that's, if you take away one thing today, it's you have to watch The Holiday. Okay, The Holiday was good. It, it is a, was it's great. such a good movie. Yeah. I watched that twice with him because I forgot that we already watched it. <laughs> oh, was that the one? Yeah, well, one, one of a couple of movies. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I love watching them all the time so we can. We can revisit, we can like hammer this home, you know. Mm -hmm. anyway, that's very good. And so, but I think the thing about RuPaul's Drag Race for me was that there is a lot of cattiness. And also I feel like that the judges are kind of judgy. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's their job. But so I didn't, I don't like the, the drama of it. I'm sure a lot of it is edited mm. to make it more exciting. But I don't like people being, you know, not nice to each other. Yeah. And it's not like they're that bad. I just enjoy the pure, gentle kindness of queer. And I need more of that. There's not enough 
of that type of show. Mm. Like the Mary Kondo clean yeah. up your life kind of thing yeah. is okay. But It's somehow okay. I, somehow I find that Well I can see that it didn't really work for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should, you know, ask yourself if your items spark joy. Yeah. And all of this sparks joy for me, so Okay. And we've already established that we don't have a lot, so leave me my couple things. Um, <laughs> but I also can't throw stuff away, so I probably really need this. Anyway, but the thing that I found strange about that, even though she's a very sweet person, uh, Mary Kondo, um, the, just the basic principle of it eeks me somehow. So it's basically people who have too much stuff, yeah. who have accrued too much, yeah. and they just can't, they just don't know what to do. And, they, and in the end, they just throw a bunch of stuff away. Yeah, that's why I did, never watched it. <laughs> I mean, like, it's, uh, a, it's, it's an so... okay distraction, but I really find it hard to empathize with that person who has collected. I mean, it's, partially it seems also like it might be... Like, not just a fable, but yeah, a holotype thing. Yeah. There was this one woman who had, like... Christmas memorabilia in every room of the house and full of it. And sure, um, you know, in the end she threw a lot of it away. Or I don't know if they give it away or something. Mm. I don't know. There was some debate about that. But but in the end, I'm just not that... I've just, I guess I find it hard to empathize with people who have too much stuff and that's their problem. Oh my God, I'm too rich. What am I supposed to do? Like, it's not mm. as, you know, yeah. <laughs> as heartwarming. <laughs> I have too much clothes. <laughs> What to do with all my clothes? Yeah. So yeah, I watched the trailer and, and uh, as well, I couldn't really empathize with anyone hmm. of the characters that that could highlight it there. Got too much of this, too much of that, and I, I like the idea, but it, the essence does it spark joy or not? I don't have to watch like <laughs> 10 episodes to get this. It's a mm -hmm. nice idea. I like it. I don't need any examples for that. I guess it's not so much about selling her approach but to like make a reality tv show to sell it and the first episode is pretty good i think it's a it's a young couple who have a child and they just they can't handle it anymore well, i think they have two children maybe the children so they have to ask the question does this spark well, they're joy toddlers, <laughs> and so they have to like they just they can't manage like the kitchen is always overrun with mm. Like the counters are full with just the dishes and everything and, yeah. and things like that. And uh, the, there's not enough real space for clothes. And so the husband has to put his clothes in the child's cupboard and stuff like that. Uh, oh, uh, okay. And But you can kind of see, I, I empathize with them because they're young parents, they're overwhelmed. Mm. And this reducing it down and the the technique to do this it seems to help them hmm. but then when it goes into the people who just have so much stuff and they're like, oh i have a sneaker collection of hundreds and hundreds of expensive shoes hmm. and i can't possibly throw a single one or like sell a single one of these hmm. because i just need them and then it's like yeah i mean fair enough i also have a lot of stupid things and i guess what i'm doing is data hoarding and stuff like that so okay but i'm not as invested in your story then hmm. as i'm sure nobody is in mine <laughs> well, now we heard it space marine <laughs> yes watch queer eye okay 
So should I tell you about one of well, the one guilty pleasure I can think of? Well, I've talked so much now, so why don't you tell yes, us about your guilty pleasure? For once, I get to say something. Oh God, and yeah. it is oh, Hades. Yeah. That's gonna be fun. So Haiti is a game, allegedly, and you will see in a second why it's a guilty pleasure. I'm... So it looks a little bit like Portal or something like that, right? Cheap Portal, yeah. Yes, and it is not exactly good. Like, it controls a little awkwardly, uh, puzzling, but this, you know? <laughs> That's what you. Why you play this? By the way, <laughs> you know, just watching some thick robot bounce around. <laughs> By the way, she's yes. left of the center, as it's always the case in every game. But proper left. Nah, not she's really. not in the middle. She's like left. I think I was just confused by one of those bad okay. Cthulhu games. I was like, is he? He's in the way. I was like, I look at the character and I'm like, you're <laughs> so, in the way of something. All right, sure. <laughs> she can never be in the way. Oh, yeah, I guess right. I didn't bother much anyway. Um, this, this is not a good game. It doesn't. It's not that much fun to play. I think she needs a bra or something. Mm, looks like it. Maybe. But trousers. It's a... No. That's why it's a guilty pleasure, I suppose. <laughs> it's a fake robot in a thong. And that's what you look at for most of the game. <laughs> ah, it's a rob. All oh, right, man. I see the the head. It's a, it's a robot lady. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. And it's also like lavishly animated for her, at least. So the puzzles are all so rudimentary. It's like half of what Portal One did, just without the portals, mm -hmm. and then half of that. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's not fun. The three D platforming is it's just bad i think so it's basically a platformer made by people who, i don't know if they know how to make a puzzle platformer sure, it wasn't their focus in this <laughs> it does not seem like it um so yeah i, I played you? it like half an hour i think can we see like uh steam stats oh sure wanna, i want to see how many reviews it got on steam i think that was quite popular yeah, ago. I think it was. I think it was pretty popular, to be honest. And I wonder if... Uh, man, we've talked if, wow, about... a 9 out of 10 rating, somehow. How does that happen? 4,500 very positive. So wait, I did change the view, right? It's, it's nice that it's, it's really upfront with it, about what it is. Right? Yeah, that, that's why it's okay. You know, it's just... Yeah. It's really just this... This is why you play this. Oh, they, they even made a company just for that. I bet they had an old company before. But <laughs> That's what we've been thinking about for a bit. Yeah, yeah. I look like this, like how she jumps and then first lies on it and then jumps up and stuff. Just it's the edit, it's so obviously just to gawk at yeah. robot butt, and I appreciate it. <laughs> So yeah, so that's, as I said, I didn't play it very far. Uh, apparently it gets quite hard at some point. Like I was already just tired, like trying to jump this model from like one column to the next without falling down. And then you have mm. to go this way around to press one button. And it's, it's boring puzzles too, you know? Um, 
so I would not recommend this to be honest. But yeah, and like unless for twenty thousand, no, two hundred thousand sold games. Crocs, yeah. yeah, definitely. At least, I mean, probably more. Um, yeah. Interesting. So yes, not recommended unless you like what you see now and you would like to look at more of it. That's. <laughs> I always was confused by like erotic games like that. Why? Isn't that confusing? Isn't this distracting at least from what you're actually trying to well, do? Everything else is so empty that it's fine. <laughs> I feel like you can't really play the game and like watch, but maybe you can. Uh, I mean, after a while, you've also seen it, and then it kind of, you know, it's just, yeah. that's just what the character looks like, and it's just how she walks when she ducks. Hmm. So, oh yes, this is interesting. Well, in a similar vein, Ooh. I guess. Yes. Uh, you could, you could have a look at Bayonetta, which kind of made my list. Oh, that's not how you spell it at all. <laughs> Bayonetta. <laughs> that's the vegan version. <laughs> uh, Bayonetta. Let's throw something on. Yeah, I think. Um, I started the game uh, just recently again. Because um, mm -hmm. I kind of like fighting games. Uh, I started it, I think, when I was working for the games company and they had a PlayStation 3. And I was just like testing games they bought. And one of them was Bayonetta. And it was like the, when it came out and there was like this huge deal about is this like positive body or is it like, is it exploitive or is it like power, power fantasy for, for girls and women? And you say females now. How you had to work out to say that. Well, you tried and you made it. Yeah. 21% uh, better than last time. Anyway. Um, yeah, it's... Oops. I can't really answer if it's what what it is. If it's like positive... Body positive, sex positive... Um, well, I don't know the feminist game. Feminist power fantasy? I don't know the game very much, but from the opinions that I've heard around, it seems like the consensus is sort of, yeah, sure, this is better than Space Marines, but... <laughs> there um, are no women in Space Marines, by the way. <laughs> but at the same time, it's still the same thing. You know, it's, uh, it's still showing sexy women and that's the only thing you get to ever see in games. It, it yeah. has to be sort of a masculine strength also, you know, solving conflict through violence and things that's like that. True, that's true. So it's a positive example of the exact same thing as everything else, mm -hmm. which like is debatable how valuable that is. But I hear it's a great game. I have never played it. It seems to be beloved, so... Can I skip a bit ahead? It's, oh yeah, it's, it's stuck pretty in fun. the options. It's, it's a pretty... Um... <laughs> It's a solid fighting game, and it's, it's like doing spectacle really great, as you can see. Mm -hmm. That that's like the, one of the that's the start of the game. You're already like on a falling clock tower, fighting angels uh, sure. and killing them and torturing them to death. Why wouldn't you? Uh, with some other uh, witch, and the conceit is that she is 
her powers come, I think, mainly from her hair. And that's why she's wearing her hair as clothing. Oh. And she can use it to do all kinds of things. But if she uses this, well, she doesn't have any clothes anymore now. That's <laughs> so these specials that she does, uh, you might see one sometime. Um, she's pretty much naked all the time um. in these. And it's kind of fun. Uh, that I liked as an idea. Like, I mean, it's... It's not a cheap idea to get your uh, protagonist naked on a regular basis. I think that's that's a step better than Heidi, <laughs> who's just well, who's just like that. Be honest about it, what it is. This seems to like try to be all who you'll regret your words and deeds type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, she has uh, she has pistols on her shoes. Sure, which. Pistol really, heels, right? Yeah, which really sold me. <laughs> because that's a game that just wants to have fun. Uh -huh. It's not concerned with anything else but having fun. Yes. Yeah. And I, I don't think it's exploitative in the way um, like the witches are framed there. Um, it's probably not good either, like a positive thing you would like want to show your kids. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway... It's definitely power fantasy for, for girls, I think, or for women. You think so? Yeah. Don't you think that's just a power fantasy for men, just that they have a sexy avatar to play? No, I don't think so. Well, I haven't played the game. So because she's really, she's really powerful. She's really confident all the time. She's more of a domina than, like, you know, other games that have female protagonists. Like, yeah, but that's uh, still all male Croft, fantasies, no? She doesn't really go into that too much. Like, I mean, what I girl sits there and says, wait, wow, I can't wait to be a powerful domina. Dominatrix. Oh, yeah. Some. Yeah, I'm, some. I'm sure this. And we all appreciate it very and much. And especially, but... like, living in, in the patriarchy, did you want to, to just break it open, be, like, a powerful witch? I guess, like, the <laughs> I want my clothing to be my hair. <laughs> it's not, like, the most... Sensible uh, wish, uh, but yeah, who are, am I <laughs> to tell them they can't wear their clothes and fight with them as well? Uh, hair, of course. Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah, but it had like, like lots of huge, uh, uh, what's that? Not a scripted sequence. It's a cinematic. Yeah. And got me bored pretty fast. Hmm. Yeah. Well, unfortunately. But the real, so this wasn't contender. I didn't really. Uh -huh. put now it we on can this. see all the power fantasies we can engage in. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess this is the regular one. Am I still in this? Yes. Oh, that looks. It's a princess, maybe Sailor Moon. No, that's a, a Super Mario princess, mm. obviously. Ah, Peter's crying, right? Right. So that's. Yes, sure. Now wait, wait, wait. Another one, the second. I Princess. Don't know, I don't know what that is from. It's still Mario. You can see Luigi there. Oh. There are okay. two princesses at least in Super Mario. Oh really? I don't know about that. And there's Saus from Metroid. Yes, is that it? Oh, oh look, there was another there's Link. Oh, nice. <laughs> that looks weird. Okay. 
a good stance, I guess. Gotta be low for like all these cool. But yeah, now uh, this seems to me like if we're talking about the you know progressive merit, I guess um, this seems like a very safe step in the right direction. I would call it. I don't know if I would say safe because it's you're kind of going in the middle of <laughs> this whole stuff, right? You're not really doing anything that's aggressively uh, pro feminism. Mm -hmm. But you're still, I don't know. You still make a normal. Do you think it's like fighting the, the, game? The kind of middle ground <laughs> where you are basically doing everything you always did, but now you have like a different spin, so you call it feminism. I don't know. <laughs> um, it's. I think it's a step better. I'd have to play it to like talk more about it, but it's just. Um, which is it? Is it out on PC? Um, kind yeah. Of? Yeah. I only knew this as a so she jumps through console title. To transform in her true self. And like all like most of the guys really don't have interesting roles. Uh, she has to go through them to fight the angels, right? These are angels. Uh-huh. In that world. Um but I think in the end it is like it's not challenging to male gamers. No, it's and not I challenging. Don't, no, so no. that's why I'm saying a very safe step. It no. may be the right direction, but I don't know if a female power fantasy looks like this. Like from at least you know, reading around and stuff, it seems that the female power fantasy would just be to be acknowledged as humans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think they. It could be a bit more. <laughs> I'm sure there could be more, but it Make seems it like power fantasy. No, it's a power women don't have. Yeah, humanity. Well, they, it's like they lame, do have lame, it, and they should have it. Superpower like you can have. Yeah, which makes it even sadder that it's not there. Um, which to clarify, did this kind of in a, one of those a sides just now, but obviously, women should be treated as people. And that's not a power they have to acquire first. They are already people and we should treat them that way. But obviously we don't. So that's what I mean. But yes, it would be interesting, for example, we, we, what I was thinking about recently when we were watching stuff was how much devs seems like an actual like feminist work. Hmm. You know, a strong woman who, whose strength is not rooted in violence or like masculine it's not a man with boobs right mm. there's the strength comes from character and determination and you know, she doesn't have to be yeah a guy to be capable and awesome and everything and that was that was pretty neat are there games like that are there any good games? <laughs> hmm. Hard to say. Yeah. Oh, can be. now we uh, see the interesting stuff. Yeah. I mean, this is also not to say that women shouldn't enjoy this or anything. I know that a lot of women do, which is obviously fine.
enjoy whatever you want. I mean, I think like how it's framed, how you look at the characters, it's definitely male gaze. It's definitely not just. I mean, was male that shot just now? Oh, that's was not that, the only one. Said, was that for women? <laughs> sure. <laughs> women who like women, I guess. Oh, <laughs> yes, sure. Let's not forget about women. Wait, is there. Is there a word for it? I yeah, yeah, I think women loving women. WLW, uh, I see a lot. So that's like a general term for women who appreciate women, I suppose. Huh. Read a couple of things about like being gay in China, which were fascinating. But it's it's hard to, to really uh, uh, recite that. It was a Reddit post by, uh, um, I think, a Chinese gay person who like shown a light at like which apps you use and so apparently like most chinese gays are living in the closet just because that's it's not like they would be not like russia where they well have to fear death if people know that they like other men but that they um yeah it's just not how you're supposed to live you have to have a, a family so that it's, it's apparently common or like i don't know if common is the right word but it happens often that they have like um they marry uh a lesbian oh so like so like a mutual beard exactly yeah interesting but a lot of them like pretend they are like i don't know i can't really talk to to this uh, i just read that it's fascinating if you want to look into it, like being gay or, or uh, in China, is definitely something I haven't heard a lot of until mm. now. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, good to know that that's available. Maybe I'll play it sometime. Yeah. the The actual game I wanted to to talk about, like as a guilty pleasure, is something I, I'm not playing anymore. I can. Because I don't know the name anymore. It's, <laughs> it's such a bad. Is, it's such a bad game. I think that is a problem for sure. Yeah, it's it's an arcade game. Um, I played when I was on holiday when I was like twelve in Italy, mm -hmm. and it was. I know there was um, uh, Metal Slug was on a on one arcade. Then um, there was like the fighting game with the. Um, with the heads, with the animal heads. With the animal heads? We had to get like a werewolf or stuff like that. Anyway. Was that Miami? No, 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 no. <laughs> when I was 12, so 50 years ago. The original Hotline Miami. <laughs> but there was also a game <laughs> that I definitely uh, am guilty of <laughs> finding pleasure in. Uh -huh. It was a game where you just you had a picture of a girl, of a sexy girl, uh, anime style drawing. And then you, I think you were like, there was like water above it and you had like a little boat and you could like um, flip over the tiles and you had to flip over all and you were only safe from some sort of attackers on the flipped over tiles. And if you managed to flip over all the tiles, then uh, the picture will, re will be revealed completely. Uh, she will take off her clothes and then she will show you like in a little animation how she likes to pleasure herself. 
<laughs> yeah, which were all like just in case it wasn't truck. enough already. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got the next one. I see. And I don't know when someone was playing. I never played that game. Of, of course. course not. But when someone was playing, I happened to use my height to watch over their shoulders every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> the end of the level, maybe, uh-huh. to find out. Uh, the important stuff, you know. I see. Well, interesting. But yeah. that does not ring a bell at all. No, so. I tried to Google it like forever, but it's not enough really stuck in my head. Mm. Except that she was sitting on a, a washing machine. <laughs> Also, if you if you Google for oh, erotic wow. arcade games, <laughs> uh, that does not sound like a safe thing to do. <laughs> no, uh, of course in private mode or something. And yeah, but arcade. <laughs> okay. We're gonna look at this for ourselves. And you will then... only find you will mostly find pictures of um, girls sitting in front of or standing in front of arcades. Oh, this is all very risque. Oh, no, I, I don't know if we can. Okay, erotic arcade games. I think you. Okay, this I, I think, think we, we can this show. Is, right, this is this seems what? Why is this moving? I don't know because you clicked on it. I think, but I didn't. That's the. But that's uh, why it's a mystery. Okay. Hey, so here's a so list of the erotic we... arcade games. It was definitely like. Uh, the same quality <laughs> as these games. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not One of these days, I guess we gotta found a second company to make games like this. Yeah. It's it's crazy that um, I made this stupid game, as you may know. Mm, keeps going. Oh. oh, I was just quickly ah, right. wanting to. Right, right. Illustrate right. our thinking. So this isn't a joke that we want to make second company to make uh, games of another kind. So I made this game Dank Horse, which is just something that was in my head because of Katy Perry's Dark Horse. And it's really, well, you brush a horse's tail and it's all very exciting. <laughs> and the thing is, I... <laughs> well, I tagged this appropriately. Um, let's see if we can get a quick glimpse. So this is... I don't know if I have the sound on. I guess we'll see. So, and then you brush the horse's tail. This is all you do when you have like a fun animation at the end. And as you can hear, it kind of has that sexy dress going for it. Which I think I'll better turn off, just in case. What? Oh. Well, in any case, so I, I tag this as erotic, and it is one of our most visited, most played, most downloaded title for something this stupid. Yeah. And so I guess the real money, if I ever want to, you know, get out of needing a second job. I'm not sure if you will make a lot of money with this game. Not with this game, but like making erotic games. Yeah, Clearly people are craving those. I don't know why, but it's it's huge. It's a free erotic game. I think that's an important 
But it means because people yeah. only find this because they search the erotic tag. Yeah, they want to see on itch.io which so are like, the free erotic games. Well, maybe they just want to see what erotic games. Like I mean, yeah, then they see dank horse and they think, oh, let's go. You know what I mean, you what know that. I mean, we've seen this right with like patrons of people who make like those cheap. Well, I call cheap. Yeah, for uh, a visual novel bomb. type games. Oh, all right, porn games, and they yeah. get like fifty thousand a month to make games, and that's. And I feel like I want to have fifty thousand a month. You know. Yeah. That's just, that's just, I would like this. <laughs> I would enjoy that very much. Uh, I feel very guilty about it. But <laughs> our thinking was all, always that we make sex positive games that really are not exploiting, but educating. Celebrating. Fun, celebrating, yeah. Yes, and so to be able to do this properly, we need to watch Queer Eye. So that... Um, oh. We That's how can, it is. First of all, get in touch with our feelings, which is important, I think. I know. Wow. And secondly, to like, if you want to be sex positive and celebrating of it, it shouldn't just be the heteronormative version. Sure. And I mean, uh, one day, one day. I would so love to hire people to write stuff, you know, to hire actual, I don't know. If we make a big game about gay people to hire like an actual right, gay writer, of course. If we make a, like even wondering why you want to outsource the writing. Well, I do like being part of it, but I also would yeah. like to, you know, include the people it's about. And it's always a good idea, I've heard. I I hear so too, and um, you know, to walk the walk, if you will. Mm. I also, you know, when we were talking about beast that sort of mobile thingy um i was also thinking you know because the the main character is a woman i would love to have like a couple women like a writer's room mm. sort of especially if it's becoming a series that yeah. you can <laughs> like decide on sort of a overarching mm. overarching story arc and um then just have you know several people work on it and then just kind of meddle around yeah. and like Sure, there would be a lot of space in our office for a writer's room. <laughs> can be soon. digital. Soon. <laughs> Zoom. Zoom. No, I said soon. Uh, Zoom is a good idea to have a nah. meeting room. No, no, no. F Zoom. <laughs> Use alternatives. Use the yeah, something was free alternatives that's better. But uh, yeah, erotic games could be, could be an avenue. I mean... There are the the um, the weird dating sims. Uh, there's all the other stuff. I've heard a friend of mine had a friend who was working in the porn game industry, and he made apparently a lot of ga guild money. Money. Um, <laughs> he apparently made a lot of money uh, for not very good games. So you know, oh, but maybe that's kind of. Yeah, I was just thinking, well, my first instinct was, oh, what what can we do with a good game? And then I was like, maybe that's the problem. Yeah. If you try to make something good, it's not... Well, But again, what do the players of these games really want? Do they do they want to like play half the game and then um, 
relieve themselves <laughs> or is it just oh, like yeah. to get spiced up for the evening um, or I just I, I imagine know, that it's a lot enjoy like enjoy looking at naked people maybe just <laughs> well probably but um, I, I, I think it's mm. like uh, I would guess that it's like the erotic fiction like short stories and stuff mm. that people just like to enjoy fantasies they're mm. weird as fantasies I mean that you've seen that Chuck Tingle stuff, and that's Chuck like the Tingle stuff. That Chuck Chuck Tingle, you know, it, that's that's a writer of like erotic, but weird erotic fiction. So like he's he's the guy who wrote, um, well, how do, how are they titled? They have such funny titles, and it's something like he never uses like. Uh, the title are very explicit. Let me look this up because I can't think of the funny word he used to. Like something like, oh, yes, pounded in the butt by a dinosaur or something like oh, that. Right. And then pounded in the butt by my own butt. Pounded in the <laughs> butt by my book. Pounded in the butt by my own butt. And stuff like that, you know? So he got pretty famous like in 2014 or something uh, cool. with this stuff. And I feel like. I always wonder if I should like start writing a book like that. But you can really get rid of all your inhibitions. You don't have to try to make any th sense, or you just see what comes out. If Could you, be fun. If you try to do something like that and just type. I actually also researched like the erotic fiction market on Amazon. Oh, bit. you did. And it's basically the more absurd it gets, the more people love it. So it's yeah. like. Yeah, it's sort of like just having fun, I think, but a sort of sexy kind of fun. Mm. But like there's there's things like where a, where like pets, a dog, turn into a human for the night and uh, ravishes the main character and stuff like that. And it's, it's so weird, but I think that's the thing. You just got to hit that certain nerve where there's people who are like, actually, I do really enjoy this on a guilty pleasure level i think this is all guilty pleasure yeah it is it is I, 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 you wouldn't so, you so, wouldn't say i want to fuck my dog but now that i'm reading a story it's kind of like this is nice i just assume most people feel guilty about that <laughs> no but i mean that can still be fun and positive and everything so and i and unless it's very depressing i think all our fun games they're always weird. There's no talking about games. There's no normal fun game. We have normal depressing games, but we don't have normal fun games, do we? Well, the like the wizard is. That's weird. It's weird and quirky. It's silly. It's quirky. It's not weird. It's not a regular game. It's, it's not like gothic or something. Game. It's it's not even like magic. It's a dungeon crawler. It's a weird, funny dungeon crawler. Are you telling me this is like an average of the mill game? Pretty much. It's the most Fuck average game we talking? ever made. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, our normal stuff is weird. Everything is awful is weird. What else did we make? Prime Division is the one game because it doesn't have a story. But you could have one. Erotic Prime Division game. <laughs> oh, the higher you get, the more clothing. That's probably what would make that game, you know, bloom again. Yeah. <laughs> Do better primes for better, for removing more items. That would yeah. be... Like every 
every number is like a person and you have to get the right uh, prime factors to get them to take off their clothing and of course there is always just a limited number well i thought like like every as it goes up you know that it starts with dividing a four is obviously a sock or something and then when you get to the to the thousands and stuff that's when you get to a shirt or a bra or something and then mm. so you have to like I think that would actually work. I think that would actually really work well. Yeah, well we shouldn't make a prototype of that and throw it up on itch and then just see how people go crazy for it. <laughs> sure, it's a, that's a good idea. Maybe we should do like just one erotic game on itch to test the waters, like beyond dank horses. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm. So we just need. But you couldn't like go to schools with <laughs> with the pram. Penis division? <laughs> Penis division, yes. <laughs> we probably couldn't call it that, right? Why not? It's a medical well, term. <laughs> I don't know, do app stores feel that way about right. it? App stores. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they have some restrictions on what we can do. Well, I guess it's time to look for that anime artist. Yeah. Make something. All right, well, on that, see, now we're ending on a hopeful note is looking to the future, to a brighter future, a sexier future. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I would just be interested to see what, if the two of us try to make a sexy game, what comes out of that. Oh, God. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, but uh, who knows? Oh. Who knows? And maybe... Maybe this would be the best place to start with a female writer's room. Is that maybe we get something that is not done by... What are they called? Weep, well, weeps? That's our target demographic. No? I think well, we, I mean, we have we... Some, some... I mean, when we have like success and the 50,000 from our first game, hmm. then we, of course, we do of course the writer's the target room. Audience, but what they want, they're still going to get. They're still going to get naked women. But if it's wrapped in a story or a game or a framing that is more inviting to everyone else, then maybe that's cool. Yeah. Because maybe we don't even know what is sexy to women. I mean, look at us. I'm pretty sure I don't know. So, not a clue. So, I don't know what... We can probably only make something sexy for other guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but maybe it can be combined. It's our strength. <laughs> <laughs> but if it can be combined, yeah, that it's... Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure that we have, we have a very shallow you know, understanding of sexiness. And so we're going to be happy with a couple of hot pictures. Yeah. And then everything else is like, oh, whatever. But that's probably the part where then other people are like, oh, wow, I'm really invested in this. And like things we would never think huge of. Huge erotic connected universe. Oh, shit. That sounds amazing. And then they have like, like they have to come together to um, solve the bigger sexual problems of our world. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean like a Marvel, a sexy Marvel universe? Yeah, sex, sexy <laughs> Avengers. <laughs> We should. Nobody steal this. We're gonna do that. <laughs> Cut the mic. <laughs> that is actually a great idea. I want to do this. 
I don't know if we're gonna get funding from the government for it, but I wanna do this. Maybe we can do it for the climate try and error jam. <laughs> Sexy climate change. <laughs> yeah. Change. I mean it's like changing oh, clothes. So maybe can undress the earth. Let's think about it. <laughs> Alright. I think we fit our mark. This was more fun again. Yeah. Yes. I hope for you too. Yeah, it was more fun for me too. Thanks for asking. You're very welcome. Ah, and I see Red King is just going live with Iron Hounds. Can we do one of these fancy... Like, I've seen... Well, how does this raid, raid stuff, stuff work? How well, they're not here to help us, so... I guess not. Just gonna look very intent into the camera. Yeah, let's look very intently. Mm. Oh! Friedrich is still here, Jana's playing a new... Do you know how raids work? <laughs> <laughs> I'd have no clue how anything works. In OBS, I think you... Maybe like on the... On Actually, the I have a symbol. No idea. Right. Uh, I think that's the chat settings. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, wait, let me... Do you have a fun outro that you can talk about something while I look up how to do this? Um, Wait, but it's only Friedrich watching, so why am I <laughs> why am I pushing you to watch Diana? So we'll figure that out yeah, when we have another person who's making a deliberate decision here not to watch the stream. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to mess with that. Okay. Well then But as soon as we'll, we stop we will probably still see the stream. Because we auto We do auto host, yes. Yeah. Um, Sorry Friedrich. So that yeah, we're we're doing the hosting thing. I just know there's this raid type thing that if we would have like three people watching, we could like send them over to another stream yeah. or friends who are online do if all, they have it enabled. But I guess we don't need to send you to watch something that you're probably already witnessing yourself in person. So, uh, oh, we've been talking over horse horse for a while. Um, then, oh yeah, well, oh wait, no, actually, you wanted to plug this right so uh i guess some of you might have heard friedrich <laughs> uh moria is on fire and it's not uh yeah, it's a one refugee camp in why, why am i even trying to find out i have no idea um i know uh it's pro it's probably the fire was probably be done by some of the people in the camp okay which was like a huge oh well you come over as guests and then they burn your house <laughs> but uh, what happened yeah no yeah well if you say like you had a room for like 10 people uh -huh. and then like a thousand people come yeah and then you jam them in there and don't let them out or back or anything and then they they feel so bad that they start a fire, then I think that would be accurate to compare. I guess I've uh, heard of these... Um... Uh, right here. 13,000 people have been displaced in the camp, from the camp. So there were 13,000 people there. And it's the, the camp was initially made for a max of 3,000 people. Oh, wow. 3, Just 10 people. over the limit. Yeah. Well, that's nice. 
I just I've I've heard these uh, like news before where in a you know refugee housing hmm. like a a toast burnt hmm. and triggered the fire alarm and then it was oh. like listed as arson and things like that. So yeah, just <laughs> I guess I'll have to look up what actually really is going on there because I'm I'm still completely out of touch with yeah. any news. Not sure you have to. I think what you need to know is that. There is a problem there. 13,000 people need help from us. They have come uh, They have come here to Europe as refugees and are now stuck there and their house burned down. So I okay. think... Um, I'm going to put the link in the chat just in case someone watches this on VOD or something. Uh, cool. Friedrich says donated already via Facebook. Cool one, Friedrich. Thingy. So, yes, good stuff. And I guess with that we we wrap today's shenanigans. Um, yeah, join our Discord, please. <laughs> Wait, do we fun. have do we have our link still somewhere? Discord. Then I'm also gonna throw it in there because then at least people will know where to find it. Yeah, but I yes. think you should at some time you should add it to our Twitch profile. Oh, it is. Oh, it is actually. Okay, so then list. just go to the profile. Uh, we don't need to. Posted here because um, I feel like it's a bit inappropriate, inappropriate for. Um, ah, at this point, I mean, I was saying it anyway, so the inappropriateness has already happened. Yeah, I'm just gonna put it there so people so can find it if they want donate, to. Please donate, and if you want, you can join us on Discord. Um, okay, that broke up the link, but it seems to still work, so that's fine. And yes, then we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening in and bye bye. And follow Red King to Red King's Lair and Wendesil, of course. Well, you should be anyway, but yes, we are gonna hop on over before watching Queer Eye <laughs> and have a look what Yana has played. <laughs> <laughs> see ya. Bye bye.